0: Companionship is what makes every journey enjoyable. Today we continue our journey with Jesus. Join Scott Paul as we make brief stops in the gospel according to Mark. We trust you will enjoy the journey. Many years ago when I started doing a lot of travel, my goal was to get to the destination as quickly as possible. Don't stop. Don't look at anything. Don't waste any time. As I've grown older, I have learned that it's the stops along the journey that actually make the journey enjoyable and memorable and sometimes most meaningful. Well, the same thing is true as your journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not just getting to the destination. Along the way, God has things to teach us and we're going through this gospel of action and it's a fast moving drama the journey's going quickly we have progressed to mark chapter 6 but now suddenly almost like a divine parenthesis there's a pause in the story there's a pause in the action it's almost like along the along the footpath the lord has said to us now turn in here to this rest area and i want you to sit for a while and i want to show you a little sidelight because i have something here that i want to teach you now, we've been studying jesus Ministry, his public ministry, and now out of that the ministry of the disciples has been set in motion. And uh, Herod, uh, this wicked man who was ruling and reigning during the time of Christ, uh, gets frightened. He gets frightened because he thinks that perhaps Jesus is John the Baptist risen from the dead. Uh, It's almost comical, really, to see this man quaking in his boots, this man of such power. And in the midst of the story, God by inspiration of the Holy Spirit, tells us the circumstances that brought John the Baptist to the end of his life and brought Herod to such fear. I want to read the verses to you and then give you a couple of observations because the Lord has a message for us in this. The Bible says in verse 14, "...and King Herod heard of him, for his name was spread abroad, and he said that John the Baptist was risen from the dead, and therefore mighty works do show forth themselves in him. Others said that it is Elias, and others said that it's a prophet or is one of the prophets." When Herod heard thereof, he said, It's John, whom I beheaded. He is risen from the dead. For Herod himself had sent forth and laid hold upon John and bound him in prison for Herodias' sake, his brother Philip's wife, for he had married her. For John had said unto Herod, It is not lawful for thee to have thy brother's wife. Therefore Herodias had a quarrel against him and would have killed him, but she could not. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a just man and unholy and observed him. And when he had heard him, he did many things and heard him gladly. And when a convenient day was come that Herod on his birthday made a supper to his lords, high captains, and chief estates of Galilee, and when the daughter of the said Herodias came in and danced and pleased Herod and them that sat with him, the king said unto the damsel, Ask of me whatsoever thou wilt, and I will give it thee. And he sware unto her, Whatsoever thou should ask of me, I will give it thee unto the half of my kingdom. And she went forth and said unto her mother, What shall I ask? And she said, the head of John the Baptist. And she came in straightway with haste unto the king and asked, saying, I will that thou give me by and by in a charger, the head of John the Baptist. And the king was exceeding sorry. Yet for his oath's sake and for their sakes which sat with him, he would not reject her. And immediately the king sent an executioner and commanded his head to be brought, and he went and beheaded him in the prison and brought his head in a charger and gave it to the damsel, and the damsel gave it to her mother. And when his disciples heard of it, they came and took up his corpse and laid it in a tomb. I don't know about you, this seems to be an unexpected ending to the life of the man Jesus said, Never was a greater man born of woman. And so why does God give us this detail about this martyrdom of John the Baptist? Well, there's a a beautiful truth here about John's life and ministry. Both of them were marked by one word. It, It is this word. Remember this word. It was about holiness. John lived a holy life and his ministry preaching the truth was a ministry of holiness. As a matter of fact, the Bible says in verse 20 that Herod had observed him and he observed that he was a just man and unholy. Could I remind you, somebody's watching your life today. Somebody's observing you and when they observe you, do they observe someone living a holy life? Somebody that has given themselves so completely to God that they cannot be given to this world. You'll remember that John the Baptist in Luke chapter number 1, from his mother's womb, was never to drink wine or strong drink. He was to be filled with the Holy Ghost. This was not just one part of his life. This this was every chapter of his life. All the way through, he had given himself to live a holy life. When Mark began his gospel record, you'll remember in our study, Mark chapter 1, We learned that the one great characteristic he told us in the first chapter was that he was a humble man. But now he gives us this second characteristic. He was a holy man. I believe those two things go together. When God is in his rightful place, when we see ourselves as God sees us, what do we desire? We desire to live holy lives and to walk every day in the presence of a holy God. Not only was his life characterized by holiness, but his ministry was characterized by holiness. He preached against sin. He had judged sin in his own life, and so now he could speak out against sin in the life of someone else. As a matter of fact, he dies for boldly standing against Herod's sin. He dies standing for what he believes to be true and right. He lives a holy life all the way to the very end. I want to say this to you. The greatest ending any of us can have is a holy ending. I don't know about you, but I want to finish well. I've seen so many people start well, stay well for a while, and not finish well. What is God's message to us in this little sidelight in Mark chapter number 6? Is this just history, just an interesting story, just for, for information? Oh no, there's application. And the application is this. There came a moment in John's life when he could no longer preach, when he could no longer conduct his public ministry openly, But even in prison, there was one thing he could do to the very end. He could live a holy life. You see, God's emphasis from beginning to end is not on what we do, it's on what we are. And if we'll be what we ought to be, we'll do what we ought to do. John the Baptist finished well. He refused to recant. He refused to stop preaching holiness and truth and righteousness. You know, in our world today, very little is made of holiness. As a matter of fact, even when people talk about holiness, it almost sounds radical. It sounds like something very old-fashioned. Well, it's not old-fashioned. It's eternal. Our God is holy. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. And God always intended that His people and His servants would be holy people. He tells us all through Scripture, Be ye holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. I'm saying today, don't try to be like John the Baptist. No, try to be like the Lord Jesus. That's what John would tell you. Don't try to to imitate John's holiness. No, instead, become a partaker of God's holiness. That's the only true holiness there is. But ask the Lord today to help you be a holy person. And not just for one portion of your life, but for all of your life. His whole life was a holy life. I saw an amazing epitaph recently in an old Confederate era cemetery. It was the headstone of a woman, a wife and mother who had died. And on her grave marker, this was her simple epitaph. She lived and died as a Christian. I thought to myself, what a profound truth. She lived and died as a Christian. A lot of people want to die as a Christian. They just don't want to live as a Christian. Well, I want to tell you, if you're going to die in holiness, then you're going to have to choose to live in holiness. John the Baptist could live undaunted and unashamed because he had given his entire life to following after a holy God. And when he met that God face to face, when he was beheaded and saw the Lord face to face in eternity, I believe he was rewarded because he had given himself to live holy every day. Would you ask God to help you live a holy life this day because the God you're serving is a holy God. Thank you for traveling with us through God's Word. We would love to hear from you and share additional resources for enjoying the journey. Visit us online at scottpauley.org. May God bless you as you walk with Christ today.